Oh, that's music to my ears. Man, I haven't heard this song in a m- way too long. It feels good to be back, man. Guess who's back? Back again. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? It's the Baseline Jam Podcast. Uh, My name is Dylan Reese. My name is Adam motherfucking Sad. Oh, are you feeling yourself today? Sorry, that was too much. Had a little Shake Shack and you're just feeling spicy. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I just went a little, a little too hard there. It's all right. It happens. Yep. Dylan, we're back. What's up, everybody? It's the Baseline Jam Podcast. Uh, Dylan just got back from tour. Mm-hmm. So we're back potting. Mm-hmm. It's like we never left. We got lost in the sauce during Thanksgiving. It was hard. I mean, yeah, it was, you're it traveling. Was, it was kind of impossible. Holidays. Um, a lot has happened. Yeah. But we're here. Dylan's back. We still have three, uh, three-fourths of the season left. Bro, that's crazy. thousands of people were messaging me about I, Baseline Jam. I would say... At least seven messages. Yeah, I'd say like four or five, yeah. But yeah, so I mean that's like eleven people. <laughs> I mean someone's gonna listen to this, I, I promise you that. So Somehow, is, some way. This is worth it. I feel like this is gonna be a big episode since we're back. It's like a like a comeback. Yeah. People are gonna be like, comeback what, episode. What's happening with these guys? That's what I'm saying. Do they still got it? Lots of ca- <laughs> Do they that's, that's what the critics are raving about. Well, Dylan, how was tour? Let's start there. It was great, man. Um it was definitely the most challenging run I've done in terms of just the the route, uh, the the no days off, the travel. Hashtag no days off. Legit, man. It, it was it was a rough one, but it was really fun. <coughs> we had a lot of great shows. Uh-huh. Learned a lot, met a lot of new people. Just chipping away, getting better at what I do, you know. So for it was sure. great. The crew had a great time. Went back, did the home show, mm-hmm. flew back here, mm-hmm. chilled for like one day. Mm-hmm. We did a show. That's right. Two days ago. We I did think. a show in Los Angeles. It was fun. It was a great time. The last show of the decade, son. Last show of the 2010s. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. And yeah, now, so uh, thank you. you know, uh, yeah, I, I just put out a new project called No Vacancy. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, Sorry, we're just fixing this volume. I'm getting a very low feed on my Pro Tools. Um, yeah, just put out a new project called No Vacancy, and uh, we did the show yep. on Saturday night, and I just want to thank uh, everyone who came out. Yes, great and, times. And, um, you know, I haven't been performing as much as I used to, and uh, I forgot how fun it is. That tends to happen. Yeah, so I'm glad I got up there, and I still feel like I got it. You definitely do. And it was obvious that you were having a great time. So it was great to see. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that immensely. Yeah. All, a great time was had by all. Shout out Carter Reeves also. Carter. Rocked Carter's it. our guy. He right. also performed. He His song Front Porch has been stuck in my head a lot recently. I, I really like that song. I'm in the front porch having a cab. Yeah, I know it. That's a good one. And uh, yeah. But this is uh, this is a basketball podcast. It is a lot has transpired since our last 
pod. Right. Um, I didn't listen to it recently, so I don't know what has transpired. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. Here's some it. things. Yeah. The Lakers and the Bucks are fucking fantastic. Yes, I like it. Uh, although the I, it is what 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 day? Monday night. It's Monday. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Yo, tell me if I'm wrong, but did we record a podcast that didn't come out? No. Oh. It took me a couple days. Oh, okay. Because the travel got messed up. Because you no. got in the, the car accident. In the car. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. So, yes. Did that episode ever come it out? It came out. Okay. Yes. It got lost in the sauce. Yes, but obviously we didn't talk about that because it was right before. Right. Then it happened the next morning and it was yes, like Yes, your van got into an accident on tour. Yes. A.K.A. every band's worst enemy. A.K.A. Rypod drove into a garbage truck. Ooh. Shout out, Rypod. <coughs> Did you worry about the hands of that peacefully? Yeah. It's like it never happened. It doesn't make any sense. Love it. I'm not going to talk about it anymore in case someone's listening to it. Whatever. Talk about what? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know what's mm-hmm. happening. That's right. It's All fine. Right. We're safe. But, uh, okay, the Bucks just lost. So their 18-win streak, 18-game oh, streak is now officially over. Damn. They had won 18 games. I wanted it to be, go until Thursday because they're playing each other. It would have been more fun. Lakers, Bucks are playing Thursday. But it'll still be great. 5 o'clock here, 8 o'clock East Coast. Yeah. Let's Fantastic. Go. So the Bucks now are 24-4, and four and the Lakers are 24-3. and three. It's damn good. I uh, like it. Unbelievable. Miami's 19-7. and seven. Very surprising. You know what? But I watched them the other night against the Lakers, and I was less surprised after I watched them. I feel like I should pull up our predictions and see where we are. Yeah, I, I missed on Miami. I'll tell you that. A quarter way through. <laughs> um, I mean, we're pretty much on par with... Uh, I didn't go too far out when I said that Giannis would be the MVP. But I said... You said that Tyler Harrow... No, I said that would be the rookie runner-up. But I said the Heat where they're going to be the three seed. But I also said they Did were going to really? win 45. I probably thought you were nuts. And Maybe I, I didn't. I, don't I know. also said that Philly was going to be the best team in the East by far. And they're 20-8, and eight, so they're not far yeah, off. Yeah, they're good. They're definitely good. They're not the best team by far. And as far as the Lakers, you said that they were the one seed. Yeah, boy. And you were right. Um, I also put them as the one seed. Interesting. Yeah, but you were scared. I said if Kawhi and PG play... They win 60 games and they're the one seed. Which I think they've only played like 12 games or something together. Yeah, so. so it's, it's early still. It's early. I mean, we're 25 games in. Yeah. So you got that. What else? Uh, there's been talk of some new wrinkles in season tournament. Right, the midseason little mid-season shindig. tournament. Uh, Bill Simmons actually had a fantastic idea. Yeah, I listened to that episode actually. Yeah, we can go over that. So that's a thing. Uh, the Knicks fired... Fizdale. Fizdale. See ya. And it's now December... Well, it's past December 15th, so uh, all the free agents are able to be... Who were signed last offseason. Right. Or can be traded. Ne- exactly. Yep. Yep. <coughs> also, you basically call called the entire Knicks season up until this point. I called it. Now, they were going to be 5-20, and 20 and Fizdale... Was the next guy out? I literally. Are you call- a bit checked out? No, here's <laughs> kind of. Um, 
a bit. So not, not completely. Not completely. So basically, when they hired Mike Miller to take over, and it's not Mike Miller right. that you think of. It's a <laughs> yeah. different Mike Miller. <clears throat> so Miller uh, last year was the G League Coach of the Year, and is like just one of these coaching lifers. Mm-hmm. And I think I speak for the majority of Knicks fans that were just like, uh, I'm interested to see this team just be coached. Because Fizdale, who everyone really liked, just was not is not a good coach. Right. He just he doesn't have a system. He doesn't have a flow. He's just a a player's coach. No real X and O's acumen, as I said. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching just to see if it would be different, and it has been. They're I think two and three with Miller, um, and they're definitely playing better. And so I just am watching to see the rookies and see how it goes and just just checking in. But it's been hard. R.J. Barrett's hit a wall for sure. But, um, you know, Knicks fans always want a big-name coach. And I, I went on a Knicks podcast and talked about this. But, you know, may, maybe this guy can coach. And he can get these young guys playing better and put them in better spots to be successful. Because, you know, like Budenholzers and Popoviches and Spolstras, they weren't big names, you know. Nick, right. there's like a small group of Nick fans, but they're loud. They're like, "Oh, we need Mark Jackson and Kenny Smith," and it's like, "No, you don't." Right, 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 right. Those are just names. You actually just need a guy who can coach. Totally. You know what I mean? And look at the the uh, excuse me, the Lakers, like Frank Vogel. Here's a guy who just yeah. gets it. Right, he's a good defensive coach. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are guarding. Obviously, they have two of the best five players in the league. Yeah. Also, another guy that just lets LeBron do what he wants. I think at this point, every any coach in the on the planet is going to have to let LeBron do what they want. Correct. I give more credit to this success too. The defensive versatility of the roster. It is. It's not bad. Rather than Vogel, not to take away from him, but I mean, you got to have the players to win, man. And we got them right now, so I'm feeling good about that. Squad. You know, look, having Anthony Davis and LeBron Doesn't James hurt. is gonna really Yeah. It's so what do you think though? Do you think the Lakers as a Lakers fan, you know, you're starting to see the season around the shape. They beat the Clippers, mm-hmm. but the Clippers are still very dangerous. Yeah, of course. Um is this a twenty four and three team? Do you feel like this roster set or do you feel like there needs to be a move made? To get it, to go all the way, as you start to see now, this group has a good chemistry. I think I think we can win with this team. With this team, yeah, I do. I wouldn't be surprised Beat if the we, Clippers in a seven game. I series. wouldn't be surprised if we did or didn't, but I do think it's they're capable. If you were to make one, add one piece, what would it be? Probably. An, another playmaker type another playmaker. guy. What about a wing who can guard? You're gonna have to guard PG and Kawhi the whole yeah in the seven game series. Yeah, that's a um, lot on LeBron. What do you think? Do you feel comfortable with Kuzma guarding one of those guys? Because of the rim protection, mm-hmm. I I do. Gotcha. Because you got AD, you got McGee, you got some guys who can play. Got shots. Dwight. Dwight's playing really well. Dwight's playing well. I I never thought I'd say this on this podcast. But but beyond rim protection, those guys can shoot. Right. 
Um, what about a guy like Marcus Morris? Let me ask you a question as yeah. a Lakers fan. Would you trade Marcus Morris for Kuzma? Absolutely not. Okay. No, it's been floated out there. I I actually, when I saw that, I was like, why would the Lakers do that? No. The, I've heard, too, because Marcus Morris is playing really well for the Knicks, but he also has the green light. But he's shooting like 45% from three. Right. Um, uh, that the Clippers wanted him and were willing to offer like Harkless, Pat Pat, and a pick. That would make more sense, I think. Have you watched the Clippers? And yeah. Thoughts? They're fucking good. Do they need another piece? No. They're good to go. Yeah. My they, just, they, they haven't strung enough together. They haven't strung together enough games yeah. with their full healthy roster to be like, oh, yeah, we need this, we need that. They're all there and they're playing as playoff time. Uh-huh. They're fucking good. I feel like both the Lakers and the Clippers could use another guard who can handle. Really? And make plays. I, I feel yeah. like I think the Lakers I could see that Clippers but I, seem pretty well rounded to me they got the deepest team I think to me they're deep but I feel like and I think I said <coughs> this on an earlier pod to be honest but obviously they have Lou Will but who, who, who makes plays off the, the dribble but just a guy who can orchestrate and break down defenses Point guard. Lou Will creates plays for himself. Yeah. Doesn't create players for uh, others. And you Kawhi him, does. Him and Montre Kawhi has done more of it. Yeah. But I think that's not his natural role. All right. For sure. I feel like the Lakers, too, could use another guy who can guard on the wing spot. I would just like but someone. So can everyone. I would just like to take some minutes away from KCP. Right. Because he's a bonehead. He hasn't played terrible this year. I just don't like him. Yeah. When I watch him, it makes me very anxious when he's on the court. I was on this Knicks pod, and they were talking about trading KCP for somebody, and I was like... To the Knicks? Nah, but, like, would they deal this, that? And I was like, nah, KCP ain't getting dealt. That's, LeBron. no, That's LeBron's guy. I know. That's clutch. That's annoying. Rich Paul. It's not... <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. Um. Any other Lakers thoughts? Twenty four and three. Nah, Did you I'm, imagine it being this good? No. It's really not this quick. Really um, pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm excited to see if they can keep this up. But I just think they got a good thing going. Just keep fucking playing. Don't fix it if it's not broken. Give me your top five players in the NBA right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out who you're gonna say number one is. Caruso. Who's number one? <laughs> uh <laughs> it's tough, man. Because you're a Lakers fan, this is why I ask. It's tough. That's you would say you would you you have to think about it. Oh yeah. Okay. So I don't have I don't have to think. I about think it. it's LeBron still. I don't. You think it's Giannis? I think it's Giannis, and I don't even think it's close right now. Giannis, you've probably watched a little bit more basketball mm -hmm. than I have in the last month, but. Giannis is another species. I'm not sure he's a. I'm not. I don't think he's human. Yeah, I mean, um, we've been saying about that LeBron for for 15 years, and that doesn't take away anything that LeBron has done. Yeah, I am definitely not taking anything away from LeBron's resume. I'm not. Is, I'm not ready. After last year, I was like, I don't know. LeBron. LeBron seems like he kind of lost a step. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that way. Here's uh, Giannis tonight versus the Mavs in the game they lost had 48. 
Jesus. On, on 18 of 31 shooting with 14 rebounds and four assists. This year, he's averaging uh, 31, uh, 13, and 5. And now he's shooting 56% from the field, but also 33% from three. He's, uh, What's LeBron's averaging right now? I'm just curious. Yeah, LeBron has actually been fantastic. Because isn't he leading the league in assists? He's been, yeah. So LeBron right now is at 26, 11, and 7. It's pretty fucking shooting good. Shooting 50%. Oh, he's been fantastic. 50% from the field, 36.5 from the three. All right. So would it either? So, okay. If you said LeBron was one, is Giannis two? Yeah, yeah. For okay. sure. So what, is James Harden three then? Yes. So we should talk about James Harden. So, is since, he averaging thirty nine points? Yeah. So James, let's let's, <laughs> let's take a look at what James. I saw that on Twitter, and I thought that was like an wrong. error. Yeah. According according to the uh, ESPN <laughs> website, uh, yeah, he's scoring thirty nine point three. Bro. On forty four percent shooting, thirty six from three. Bro. He's also averaging seven and a half assists a game. Bro. Uh, yeah, he's scoring forty points a game. Bro. Yep. Who yep. can do that? I don't fucking know. But he doesn't have the same two-way. No. So let me ask not. you this. Of course not. So would you put Harden above Anthony Davis? Because to me, Giannis right now is one because across the board, he Anthony is the most Davis is physically dominating player. LeBron defensively is not of that same elk. LeBron, I put LeBron too. So I'm not trying to say yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron's nine. Like, oh, right. no, this dude fell off. Yeah, nah. But to me, Giannis is unanimously the Two-way mm-hmm. the best. I, I, I could see that argument. So LeBron, but now I James would, Harden don't play no fucking defense. I don't but he scores 40, score 40 points a game. I'm giving him number three. And I'm a Lakers fan. Ant Davis might be defensive player of the year yep. candidate. And how many points is he averaging? 25, 24? We we both said that the Rockets were going to be good. I'd go. We both said the right, and they're eighteen and nine. I'd go. I'd go. LeBron, Giannis, Harden, AD, Kawhi. Yeah, I think that's fair. And then Luca. Wow. So yeah, that's another guy. This guy's out of here. Out of here. This now dude. you and I have been Luca guys. Let me just give you some depth on that one. One more. We have been Luca guys from the beginning. From the beginning. I think half the reason we do this podcast is so when our opinions <laughs> need to become valid, we, we validate got it on them. Tape. We have evidence. Yes. I'm on Twitter talking about yo. I told you the Knicks were going to be five and twenty. Run it back. I went episode back and 11. listened, and I literally said it. Exactly. Come check me. We yep. we're valid. I agree. So we have both. This is for our own sick nerdery. We both said that Luca was. Anyone who knows fucking anything about basketball would see that dude when he was in Croatia or wherever the fuck, and know that he is excellent. The dude won the Euro League MVP at eighteen. He's twenty years old. Bro. Can you imagine being a GM and being like, "Can you just? I can't imagine being in the meeting, and you're not the GM, so you don't have power, and the guy just goes." All right, so we're going to take DeAndre Ayton over Luca. Can you imagine? I would just be sitting there at the table like, here, you can't do that, bro. Yeah. You can't do that. First off, why do we need a seven-foot center? Second off, have you seen Luca yeah. play? Yeah. 
He just won the Euro League MVP at 18. That's not normal. No, it's not. Fucking Porzingis scored four a game when he was 18 in Spain. That's what I'm saying. What are we talking about? And Porzingis is damn good. Good player. You know what I mean? Luca is transcendent. Yes. Yeah, five. We've been, we've been saying this. We have. We been. don't got to say it anymore. We don't. Luca's fucking good. This is his breakout year, and it's only it's his like second you're year. You're in Sacramento. Vadi Divac says, We're taking Marvin Bagley. Vadi Divac we'll is take, out of his fucking mind. We're taking Marvin Bagley. Yeah. Over for what? Over Luca? Yes. We, we I love 14 foot jump shots. We want to Marvin Bagley over Luca. I love him. It's like, that is who. I would literally just like. If I worked for the Kings, I would tie Vladi in the basement during the draft. <laughs> Where's Vladi? He's outside smoking. He told me that. That's a big dude, though. Yeah. You might need some help. Like seven dudes just yeah, tie yeah. him up. Okay. Where's Vladi at? He's outside smoking a ciggy. He told me to He'll tell you. He'll be back later, yeah. Yeah, he told me to tell you. Here, he look. Draft he Luca. <laughs> yeah. Draft Luca. Yeah. Oh, he told me he wanted Bagley. Crazy. Just changed his mind. We yeah, out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trust yep. me, guys. Yep. You be the savior. We're three games in, bro. They'd be like, Vadi would come see you and be like, you were right. Yeah. Thank you for saving the franchise. Totally. Anyways, I've gone on a Maybe tent. he heard <coughs> Marvin Bagley rap. Bagley raps? Yeah, bro. Oh, that's right. He had a diss track towards Dame Lillard. Yeah. Did we listen to that? I did. Is it good? It's all right. Should we listen to it? Dame, I mean, Dame's way better. We might have to listen to it on this episode. Okay. That was a while ago. But so I'm Bagley down. can rap better than Luca, but I mean we don't know that. I bet we haven't heard Luca rap. To me, if Luca rapped, he'd be better than Bagley immediately. Really? I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like Luca would sing reggaeton in Spanish. Reggaeton. Did you see them in Mexico City? He speaks fluent Spanish. Oh, oh by really? the way, Luca talks four languages. But Luca is fucking five times better than both of them. So what are we doing? And he would be. He would mm-hmm. sing reggaeton in. In Spanish, because he right. speaks fluent Spanish. I would love to hear that. And Luca's kind of like got a little pretty boy in him. Yeah, yeah. He's but like, he like, he he definitely got some grit though. But he's like, you know, he puts the product. In he's the saucy. Hair. He's saucy. He's saucy. He comes correct from all angles. And look, and here's the thing: he's 20, right? Whew. Whoa! And he's got the Mavs playing at 18 and eight, according to us, bro. Neither of us had. No, I had him in the playoffs. No, you don't. What? I didn't have it written in. You had the Pelicans in the playoffs. Maybe you're right. I think I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going back and forth. And I wrote KP less than sixty games. If he plays more, they're an eight seed. Yeah, I had him back and forth. Thirty-seven to thirty. God damn, was I wrong about the Pelicans? Oh no, that was you. Oh no, that was me. That was me. I don't even see a Mavs note with you. Trust me, I was going back and forth with the Mavs and the Pelicans. Yeah, that. But the Pelicans aren't even fucking close. The Pelicans are terrible. But. I also thought that Zion was going to play basketball. So we all thought that. I kind of. You know. I don't think Zion plays this year. Really? I don't think so. Doesn't Why? that suck ass? For what? For what? They're doesn't, six and twenty-one. Doesn't that suck though? They're probably going to trade Reddick. They're probably going to trade Drew. Right? You're going to get another top pick. Get everybody out of here. Clear the books. Reddick's going back to Philly. That'd be fun. They could use him. They could definitely use him. They need more shooting. JJ Reddick is a shooter. JJ Reddick. If, if is you a didn't shooter. know. And he's probably in New Orleans like, I thought I was playing with Zion. I thought this was supposed to be fun. <laughs> yeah, now I'm not playing with Zion, and we're 6-21. and 21. Although, I got to say, though. Brandon Ingram. I was just going to say, incredible. Brandon Ingram has Might be most improved player. He has really impressed me. 
Yeah. And that's someone I've watched him for two years straight, mm-hmm. and he looks way better than he yeah. did. Like, he really might be most improved. Yeah. He's yeah. fucking good now. Damn. You hate to see it, man. But also, the Lakers are the best team in that You got to so. figure Luca's most improved, right? No, for real? Because, like. Actually, that's true. Because he mean, but he was he, already so fucking. He was. Good. He went from good to like first yeah, team MVP. All NBA. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I could see that. Luca's first team All NBA this year it yeah. has to be. I would hope so. Right. But, what did, but you named six guys. He was your sixth guy. Yeah, but the the other two are all like forwards. Two guards, two forwards. He would be a guard, right? So Harden. Harden and him. So who's out? What do you mean? Who's it's out? One of them AD? motherfuckers. Yeah. Giannis. Kawhi's out. He won't play enough games. Kawhi won't play enough games. Yeah. So it'll be LeBron, Giannis, AD, Harden, and Luca. That's the that's the truth. That's the <laughs> truth, Ruth. That's the truth, Ruth. Um, you know, look, there's some there's some really good teams in each conference. And then there's just a lot of really bad teams. Yeah. Like look at it like this. The Bucks are twenty four and four. Miami's nineteen and seven. They're twelve games over already. Mm-hmm. The Sixers are twelve games over, mm-hmm. twenty and eight. The Celtics are seventeen and seven. Celtics are good, man. Very good. I fuck with them. I like them a lot. Uh I think they still need a center. Yeah, yeah. Cantor is not gonna be the no. one the like he's good, but he's not the starting center. They should get Aaron Baines. Um <laughs> Yeah, right. The Raptors are eighteen and eight. Yep. The Pacers are eighteen and nine. Yeah. You know who's fantastic? Sabonis. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude's Bucket. a baller. We're talking about that was the one thing we talked about last episode. I know that because oh, he got paid, and we we're like, "Is this worth it?" I think so. Yeah, when we both said, "Yeah." So those are the t- six top teams in the East, all pretty much ten games over. Mm-hmm. Then on the West, you have the Clippers. <laughs> excuse me, the Lakers twenty four and three. The Clippers are twenty and eight. The Mavs are eighteen and eight. The Nuggets are seventeen and eight. The Rockets are eighteen and nine. So you're seeing like yeah. some teams get off to pretty hot starts. Utah's been meh, but they're they've won two in a row. They're fifteen and eleven. And then the seven eight seeds in both conferences. So boring. It gets a little. The Jazz are so boring. The Jazz are not that fun. Okay, here's one thing. Go. We have not talked about this. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony is back. Is in the NBA. That's another storyline. God damn, you'll love to see that. Isn't it crazy? And here's the thing. What's Portland? Are for they my, back in the playoffs? For my homies that know me. Portland's a game and a half out. They're 10 and 16. For my homies that know me. Yeah. For the homies that know me. That I historically have not liked Carmelo Anthony. Right. Now you love him, right? I fucking love that he's back. Yeah. And I didn't know. That I'd missed him. I didn't know that I would miss him. Right. Because I always just, I was always looking at him as like LeBron, D Wade, Carmelo. Sure. Came in together. Yep. And he's obviously not on that level. Of course. In, ter- in terms of like legacy and just the way he plays and shit. Of course not. I mean, he's but the dude co- is a one fucking finals. The guy's a fucking baller. A baller. First this bout. This dude Hall. can score. First bout. Hall of Fame. From wherever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And they were doing him dirty. I mean, look, bro. I'm so glad he's back, man. He wasn't done that dirty. He wasn't playing well. The last two seasons, he'd shot 40% from the field. 
I okay. You know what I mean, in now Oklahoma, that he's back, it doesn't Oklahoma, seem that bad. He started seventy-eight games. He <laughs> shot forty percent from the field. In Houston, he played ten games. He shot forty percent from the field, thirty-two percent from three. You know he's not passing. Okay, you know he's not playing. Deep. Here's my point. Now he's in Portland. He's got a green light. He's in a good situation. He's shooting forty-one percent, but he's scoring, and they need him to score. It's a better situation. Here's my point, though. Mm-hmm. Now that he's back, yeah, it doesn't seem that bad. But if that's how his career ended, it's also the guy. That would that would have been fucking whack. The guy bro. scoring sixteen points a game and was blackballed for a year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the guy, crazy. Like that, that would have been ridiculous. And it's funny because all the NBA players went and like stuck up for him, and right? Were like took Melo will get buckets right now. Of course. And there was this moment where I mean he got signed to a non guaranteed deal mm-hmm. that they had to transfer over to a guaranteed mm-hmm. contract. So even Portland was probably like. Yeah, all right. You can hoop in Chris Brickley's gym, Chris Brickley's, Brickley's gym. gym. Yeah, but like the NBA, yeah. And the dude just comes in, and just starts fucking getting buckets. Yeah, he had like twenty four the it's second like, game or something. Yep, I think Melo will be seventy three getting buckets. Yeah, but bro, can he like, guard? Can he? He never could guard. That's not what he's supposed to do. Eh, you know, he's never been a bad one on one defender, but you know, he's a as a team defender. But look, Portland needs him. I like him in Portland. Portland is they just don't have talent. Yeah, you know they got Whiteside. It has. Well, they're, they're definitely missing Nurk Nurkic. They're oh. missing Nurkic. He's not back till February, and uh, you know, listen, we love CJ, we love Dame, and you know I think this team last year they really overachieved in the playoffs. I think they had yeah. some some really high expectations this year, but they didn't bring back any of their bench. And they pretty much said our sixth man's going to be a 19-year-old kid in Anthony Simons. Right. And, you know, Hood got hurt now. He's right. done. And they thought maybe Whiteside can replace the numbers of Nurkic. Yeah. But Nurkic is way, way better. better than Whiteside. Yeah. He's a great passer. You put all these things together. Yeah. With their lack of shooting. And I didn't necessarily like Aminu, but they lost a lot. You know, Harkless, Seth, too. They lost Harkless. They lost Aminu. Guys who can really guard. Seth Curry, who was fucking lighting it up as their third guard last year. Yeah. Fantastic. I like Anthony Simons, but... Over here playing Zach Collins 34 minutes. Like, well, you know. you know, they were relying on Zach Collins. He got hurt, too. Yeah. He, he's I been, mean, it's not going to do it either way, is what he, I'm saying. You know, they they were but they were expecting him to take a leap. Yeah, well... And he never even got a chance. Yeah. So, it's a perfect situation for Mel. Now, let me ask you this. If you're Portland... We've heard this rumor a million times, but Kevin Love? I was going to bring this up. Kevin Love's looking kind of washed. But he, that also could like just year, be the product of his environment. Right how now. old is Kevin Love right now? 31. How many years has he got left in his contract? Three more years? Two more years? Two more, I think. Making a lot of dough. Yeah. I mean... It might be three more, actually. I mean, you know... Only two games ago, he put up 30 and 17. But last night, he put up 9 and 7. But, you know. I don't think he's going to score 30 points a game if he goes to Portland. No. But he could score 18. And right, but 10. it just goes to show you, like, he still has that in him. Of course he does, yeah. Yeah, no, he's not going to score 30 games. No, but uh, of course not. But yeah. what I'm saying is that they wouldn't need him to be doing all that. So he, he can give them what they... Re- would require like that would be a pretty loaded offense if you have 
CJ, Dame, Mello, and K-Love on the court at the same time. Yeah. A lot of shooting, you know. That'd be dangerous for anybody. So he's in the first year of a four-year Defensively, extension. that's First year in a four-year extension. So he's got three more Three years left. And he'll be making 31, 31, and 20. Oh, man, I didn't know him that much. 31, 31, and 28. I thought it was like 25. So, I mean, if you think about it, look, I'm going to pull up the trade machine. I mean, it feels like this is like a... Cause I think Whiteside and Bazemore are both expiring. Mm-hmm. They could probably get this deal done. And I think if you're the Blazers... Why wouldn't you do it? You're all in, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because as Marty said, I mean, they're not a rebuild type. <laughs> no. They want to just stay good, stay in the playoffs. Dame's going to be there. So you might as well just fucking go for it. You might as well just go for it. All I right. saw Marty on Saturday, obviously, at our show. Yes. And I was like, yo, man. You like, looked tired. Was he okay? I haven't seen you in a while. We got to get up. Yeah. Watch some hoops. He's like, bro, I don't want to watch hoops with you right now. Uh, I, said, I said, Marty, why not? And of course, I knew the answer. Yep. Because you're a Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> he said, the Lakers are fucking killing it, and the Blazers look like shit. I was like, sorry. That's how I felt last year. Yo, Whiteside's making 27 mil a year right now. Yeah. To, he has two years left. Bazemore is an expiring, and he's making nineteen million. So you, you can give you can give Bazemore the boot, and maybe like Scal. I forgot they have him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to, you'd have to get creative. Twenty eight mils a lot. It starts with Whiteside. Yeah, you, you got to do you have. At that point, you're gonna have to attach Anthony Simons. Mm-hmm. There's just no other way. Right. Which still do it. I would do it. Right. I mean, do you think Anthony Anthony Simons is an All Star one day? Maybe. Who the fuck knows? In the East Conference, maybe. Is he gonna Is he gonna give you eighteen and nine right now? No. Definitely is Kevin Love? Not. Yes. He's twenty. He's scoring 10 a game, Simons. He doesn't do anything else. He does barely right. passes, barely rebounds, but he could score. Yeah, I He's mean, a bucket. he could totally blossom into something, but For it's sure. a risk I'd be willing to take if I can get Kevin Love. I think they have to. Yeah. Unless they want to trade everybody <laughs> and just give Simons the keys and be like, you're my next, our next nah. game. Nah. They're not going to do that. Fuck no. They'd be dumb to do that. Yeah. Um, Dame is proven, and he's still young. Relatively, they're a game and a half out. They're ten and sixteen, so you know the eight seed, you know, is the Thunder, and they got guys they want to trade. So it's fucking crazy. I mean, they. I. I. What did we say about the Thunder? What's he? I said they were gonna suck ass. That's for sure. No playoffs would be surprised. Chris Paul is done. That's what you said. Yep. And I said they'll hang around. Which is exactly what they're doing. They suck. Um, Chris Paul is not done. Yeah, yes, he's out of here. He's not. Bro, he's done. He's, he's out. Not, he's not done. I Chris just Paul this year, Sorry. fifteen and six, four rebounds, forty-five percent from the field. Fifteen and six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bro, he's thirty-four. Give me a. He's done, bro. That's what I'm telling you. He's not done. We'll see you later, Christopher. Okay, let me ask you this: If you're Miami, yeah. Would you take a roll of the dice on Chris Paul being your point guard? Fuck no. Really? You're you're nineteen and eight or whatever they are. Right, but could you have a chance of winning a championship? No. 
okay, if you bring in Chris Ball, do you think no. you can hang around in a playoff series? You're getting a guy who can They can hang around in a playoff series right now. You don't think so? No, they can. Oh, but you don't think Chris Paul helps that? No. You don't want Chris Paul handling the ball against Philly? Nah. With Ben Simmons breathing down your neck? Nah. Toronto? Nah. Van Vliet? I'll take Tyler Kyle. Harrow. Eh, all right. What the fuck has Chris Paul ever done in the playoffs? True. Riddle me that. This guy had Blake Griffin and everyone and their mother, and he was in his prime. Still couldn't get to the fucking conference finals. Sheesh. Chris Paul is fucking overrated, bro. Wow. Just... His contract is abusive. Of course it is, He's bro. He's making $38 million a year for the next four As you years. told me earlier, yeah. but not in an ironic way this time, Yeah, that's fucking devastating. Devastating. No, it's devastation level nine. It's bad. I, I don't, don't want him, bro. I'm like, what, what, are we do- what are we doing? All right, let, riddle me this. Peep this. I already said that earlier. You can't say that twice in the same episode. You said riddle me this? Yep. Oh, Check this out. You're the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I'm just I hope th- not. I hope I'm not the Knicks. This is already bad. I'm going to throw a hypothetical at you. Okay. Free agents won't sign with you, and your team sucks. That's so true, both of those things. Would you take on a guy like Chris Paul oh. to be your veteran leader, eat the contract, and take draft picks with it as an assets thing and just let it ride? Like, you absorb the contract and get like T. Ferg and a first rounder for it because nobody's taking this contract because he doesn't want to be in Oklahoma and Oklahoma definitely has Shai Gildas Alexander and Dennis Schroeder. Right. So they definitely don't need fucking Chris Paul. Nah. Gallinari's uh, going to go to a contender. But this Chris Paul thing, you're telling me no contender's going to want to take a shot on Chris Paul. Right? So if you're the Knicks, I right? Wouldn't. It's like here. Take this contract to match. Give us Chris Paul. Give us one of your young guns and give us a couple picks. We'll All right. Eat the contract. And then Chris Paul mentors Dennis Smith and Neil <coughs> and whoever they Are try. you saying this is a good idea? I don't know. Or are you just asking me if I'm I would I'm asking do this? you. What do you think? I would say no. Yeah, right? That because is brutal. What you told me. But don't give me this 2021 Giannis shit. No. What you told me before is... Fuck veteran leadership on the Knicks. Let the role, let the young guys go out there and fuck up. Yeah. Right? So why are you bringing a 34-year-old point guard? I'm not. The one thing I will say is that the one thing is they're not going to win with Chris Paul, but a guy like him could really help the culture of the team. They need to There's no culture on the New York Knicks. Exactly. What are you? What are you saying? Exactly. He's not helping shit. Uh, no one's helping it. Uh, it has to happen from within. I feel like he'd bring some stability. He's well respected. The contract is he? The contract definitely. I thought it seems to me like play, it was the president of the players. It union. seems to me like all the players hate Chris Paul. Bro, he's LeBron's best friend. I don't give a fuck. He's D Wade's best friend. It seems like everyone hates him because he's a ball buster. Yeah, and he's like fucking snitching on people with their jerseys hanging out. Yes. Which was a very savvy move, I must say. But it's fucking annoying. It's annoying, but you know, I'm just throwing it out there because you're telling me that no playoff team would want to take a a risk on Chris Paul. I wouldn't say no playoff team, but Miami specifically, no. I feel like, yeah. 
What about like the Bulls, maybe? All right, cool. Like, what does what it change? Know. Orlando? The, the contract is Orlando, so bad. If you're Orlando, you're the eight seed. The contract is so You're Orlando. Bad. You're an eight seed. You're never going to do nothing. Yeah, so what does it even matter? What's it matter? Yo. Yeah. <laughs> you'll make the playoffs. Currently, right. Markel Fultz is your point guard. He stinks. Okay. You're telling me. All right, Chris Paul. We trade freaking... I don't know, Aminu, DJ Augustine, and some other shit and make a deal. Yeah, Thunder's, Thunder's going to be all over that. And you got to give up something. You give him Mo Bamba. Hell no. No? Fuck no. By the way, that doesn't even come close to the money. <laughs> I was going gonna say. Bro, Chris, Chris Paul is owed. making $70 million. $38 million this year. <laughs> what are we talking about? I bro? don't know. He's not going. Like, who wants this? You're right. Okay. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there, buddy. I'm out. Let me scour Reddit. Uh, <sighs> highest percentage of points coming from free throws this year. Yeah, who what a you, stat. Who do you think is number one? Who the fuck? No, who would have? Who scored have? the most points off of free throws this year so far? Who would you think? Or their percentage of their points? Who would you think would be number one? You know the answer, but you don't. Clippers? No, no. Player. Individual oh, player. player. DeMar DeRozan? Nope. Harden? He's third. Harden's third? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needs a bunch of threes. Um, Paul George? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. I would have got there. It was one. Embiid was two. Ooh, that's a... Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, we got, we got a recap of everything discussed... On the Woj, Zach Lowe, Trade Season podcast. Did not listen to that, so I'm, yeah, let's hear it. Okay. I'm going to listen to that, though. There's a lot. I'm going to go through it quick. Okay. This is good. Because if you're going to listen to anybody talk about trades, it should be Woj. Oh, yeah, of course. He said that we had three trades between December 15th and January 15th of last year, but none the season before that. He thinks we'll see some movement. Let's get it. He says the Clippers had come to an agreement with Marcus Morris back in July. Three years, $40 million. He then committed to and then decommitted from San Antonio. Right. And then signed with New York. Yep. So basically, Marcus Morris flaked on two teams. To go play for the sorry-ass Knicks. Strange, man. Uh, Lowe thinks Milwaukee will look at players like Covington and J.J. Redick if they come available. <sighs> J.J. Redick would be devastating there. It would be great. Whoa! I mean, if you think about it, they lost Brogdon. Yeah. And they're better just because of Giannis, how good he is. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to give a little shout-out, too, to our boy, Dante DiVincenzo. That's my guy. He's been playing. Yeah. Let me get his stats. Right I love now. how he's automatically our boy because he's just a fucking white dude with swag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. He's been playing, though. Yo, hold on. Where's Pat Connaughton? In Milwaukee. He's Is he playing well? Is he playing? I actually don't know. I love that dude. You love Pat Connaughton. He's a, he's a Massachusetts guy. Um, he's, and he's fucking... He's being Pat Connaughton. Randomly he's, athletic. He's scoring five a game. Right. It's true. Um, I do has bounce, The though. era of Rockets basketball is at stake with this season. That's what they say every fucking year. Mm, hardcore you are. Right? Do they not say that every year? Am I wrong? The window's closing. Woe says... We have a... Uh, I think Daryl Moore gets fired this year. All right, go ahead. What and then he ends up being the next GM. What are you going to say? Woj says it sounds like Houston is giving up 
on three and fourteen trade permutations to acquire Andre. Great fucking word, Adrian. Yeah, to to acquire Andre Iguodala. It might not be Woj's words. This is actually a recap by Jigglefest too. Ah, Jigglefest. Not one. Right. Two. Yeah, this is the sequel. The second Jigglefest. Yeah. Um. Woj mentions Kyle Lowry as a guy that could swing the trade market. Toronto's too good to go into sell mode, but Woj says the Lowry extension in the offseason made it easier for them to potentially trade him should they decide to do that. Lowe says the other guy who could swing the trade market is Drew Holiday. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. He's not playing that well. But he's fucking good. I think on a good team, he could be good. <coughs> I'm hoping to see that. Yeah. Lowe says his favorite fake Drew Holiday trade is to Denver for Gary Harris, salary filler, and maybe another young player pick. Wow. Woj says Michael Porter Jr. That would make them really good. Really good. Woj says Michael Porter Jr. is untouchable. I I can see that. I got to watch him play. He's fine. He has a lot of potential for sure. He's fucking big. If he stays stays healthy in a couple of years... He could be like an Ingram type. For He's sure. a dude that I was like really excited to but see. But it's the health. Just, yeah, yeah. The game is there though, it's offensively. Like, yeah, I want to watch him. He's oh. he's got skill, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm fucking the, so ready to just like nerd out, work, and just watch basketball yeah. and just like kick it. Like I haven't watched basketball really. Yeah. Except like on my phone in the van and it's buffering. It's fucking. Oh god, whack. I feel like that NBA free sight on the phone is terrible it's really bad yeah so i haven't been able to like indulge the way i want missing those those quality streams it's true um okay continuing on lowe says there's a dissonance around the league on kevin love's trade value he woes says cleveland might get back a protected first round pick and an expiring with maybe another player in the deal as well Seems reasonable. Uh, Lowe thinks Cleveland will get a first-round pick for Love. Mentions Portland as a suitor and says Phoenix might sniff around. Mm. For who? Kevin Love. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Zach Lowe mentions Dallas as a potential buyer, but notes they don't have any picks to trade because of the Porzingis trade. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Woe suggests Montrez Harrell as a potential target. Because the Clippers may have concerns about paying him this upcoming offseason. Wow. I wouldn't be concerned to pay him. Wow. I'll pay him. I feel like he's the like part of their identity. Yeah. That would be a wild guy to trade. For sure. I feel like he's so much a part of like what they do. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Woj knows something we don't. Oof. At all times. The, the thing is with Woj, so this is real information. when there's smoke, there's fire. That's what I'm saying. Sheesh. So maybe That's we're... That's crazy. Maybe we're wrong. Woj says Denver would like to get more minutes and an expanded role for Michael Porter Jr. Hell yeah. Says teams around the league believe Malik Beasley is available. Doesn't expect the whole sale changes out. Malik Beasley can definitely help a good team. Yeah. Guy's a fucking bucket. He can score and he can D up. He's a bucket. Yeah. Uh, Woj thinks it's more likely Golden State will wait around till the summer to trade D'Angelo Russell rather and than then draft Lamelo, pretty much, <laughs> or Anthony Edwards. Trade D'Angelo Russell rather than doing it in season. Says it doesn't make sense for them to canvas the league in season. Think about like the potential for them. 
Because they could literally get top five pick mm-hmm. and Devo mm-hmm. and go and get fucking anyone. Carl Anthony Towns. And then they still have a guy named Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? And Clay Thompson and Draymond. <laughs> Not bad. Like they can go get anybody. Like literally anybody. It's like, crazy who, how even when they're in the worst spot, they're in the best spot. They're in the best spot. Yeah. Or they could just draft Anthony Edwards and he becomes the next Dwayne Wade. Just a well ran organization. Yeah, and they're just taking a year off after a five year. And they are kind of getting lucky that they are suck right now. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, Steph Curry broke his hand. At the right time. Yeah, well, he probably could be playing. They're just tanking. Right. Clay could come back in February. They're tanking. Gotta love it. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. They just had a long five-year run. It's true. They just got off a five-year fucking rampage. Dominance. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um... Well, says Memphis is absolutely resolute in their belief in their ability to trade Andre Iguodala. They have great confidence in their ability to try to find a trade from. The Grizzlies have been really stubborn about that. They're like, we're not fucking cutting you, dog. Mm-hmm. And they got a first round pick mm-hmm. just for taking that, mm-hmm. which is something like the Knicks should have done. Right. That's the kind of thing you do when you're rebuilding. Right. You get an asset, you take that contract. I don't even think Iguodala's even been around a basketball court in months. Yeah. He could help a team. But he's still good. He could help like Houston. He's still who he is. Philly. Yeah. Woj says there is no belief. I would like to see him in Houston. That'd be dope. I don't know how they make it happen. Yeah. Woj says there is no belief either within the Thunder organization or Chris Paul's camp that there will be an in-season trade this season. Yeah, because no one fucking wants that contract, bro. I just told you this. Lowe says keep an eye on Minnesota as a potential landing spot for Dennis Schroeder or any point guard. Hmm. And that is that. I bet you half of those things happen. We'll have to keep a tally. I'll save that and we can remember it. Hell yeah. That was well done and a really excellent segment. I will say that of all that stuff... Milwaukee getting a guy like Rocco or JJ be huge. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The Bucks are ready to win a championship with Giannis, but they need another. I'd people. like to see him try mm. against the Los Angeles Lakers. Ooh. I actually would like to see that because that'd be fucking awesome to watch. JJ scoring sixteen a game in New Orleans right now. <laughs> yeah, the guy's only- a fu- bro. He's shooting forty six percent from three. Why wouldn't he? Get him out of there. Yeah. He is wasting his time. Of course. I love J.J. Reddy. He's 35, bro. Yeah. Dude, get him out of there. Yeah, he's he's, he's going to be out of here. SOS, save J.J. Three weeks. Bye-bye. He's fucking gone. Go to Milwaukee and get your fucking shots up. Bro, him with Giannis. Be great. Just stand on the wing, Giannis sucking everybody in. Pause that 100 wow. times over. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. That would be that's the trade I want to see. People are really into Robert Covington. I know he can guard. What what is his deal? I've never year? been a Robert Covington guy. He can guard. He's it's a fine. Very good perimeter Great. defender. Awesome. Uh horrible shot selection, bro. Oof, Fuck terrible. That. Shot I hate selection. players like that. I don't care if they can guard. I don't care. He literally shot Philly out of a playoff series when he, he did. Yeah. Right, we're at fifty one minutes quick yeah, with the we're quickness. Done. And this was a great fucking episode. We're back. Let's get out of here before we ruin it. We're back. All right, let's hit the schedule and go. Yes. All right, so today is Monday. So we'll start Tuesday, December 17th. 
We got games, all kinds of games. Basketball games, you mean? Basketball games. You got the Lakers at the Pacers. You got the Hawks at the Knicks. You wow. Got, you got the Suns at the Clippers. A real a real buffet. Wednesday night, you get two SPN games. You get the Heat at the Sixers at 4 o'clock really West, good. You know, uh, Pacific time. And then the 6.30 game is the Celtics at the Mavs. Mavs without Luka. Fuck. Bummer. But very good games. You also... Um, that's it for that. I was going to say you also, but you ain't got shit. Thursday's the big one. Thursday. Fantastic games. 5 o'clock Pacific time. 8 o'clock Eastern. Lakers at the Bucks. Best yes. two teams in the league. Then the night game is Rockets at the Clippers. That'll be spicy. Amazing. Let's go. Friday, two ESPN games. Mavs at the Sixers. Pel- I wish Luka was playing. Then right the now. Pelicans at the Warriors. Brutal. Wow. Just absolutely brutal. Uh, you know how exciting they thought that was going to be, though, in the beginning of the year? Totally. You know what I mean? Like they're like marquee matchup. <laughs> absolutely devastated. Yeah, fucking horrible. Um, Saturday night, uh, meh, go out, do something. Sunday, uh, Nuggets at Lakers. When do the day games start in Sunday? Like the, the, there's one on Sunday, 1230, the, but not on like probably, national TV. I mean, I don't know. Probably in January. It's got to start, dude. Right it's, after Christmas. Makes me happy. What do you think about the, let's just end with this last thing I'll ask you and we'll go. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the NBA ratings being down so much? What's your thought? I didn't even know that they were. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, my... Okay, so there's been a few theories. Okay. The ones that I've heard thrown out were LeBron being on the West Coast mm. has been uh, a challenge because of the late starts. So the, all the East Coast has been kind of shut out from LeBron games. Right, because those games are at fucking 10 o'clock. And then the other thing I heard was... You know, they really were leaning on Zion. Right. And they had him scheduled for, what, 30 national games? Really? Yeah, and he's been hurt, so that was another thing. And then my opinion, and I haven't really heard this as much, but, you know, the Warriors were a dynasty. Yeah, and now they're I, not. I think dynasties are good for ratings. Yeah. Despite the fact that as a, like us diehard fans were kind of like, fuck the Warriors, mm-hmm. I feel like it's very easy to hop on a bandwagon, especially in a big market. And they were a, such a sick team. Yeah. Such star power. Steph's out now. Katie's out now. I just think with the Warriors not being, you know, a dynasty anymore, it changed. I think that's that makes my, sense. That's my opinion. I think a lot of kids I mean, like Steph the Warriors. Steph and Katie are both not playing. Right. This year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's huge. Right. Those guys sell a lot of fucking sneakers. Especially kids and shit. Like, they, kids love the Warriors. Cause you know what I mean? Like, oh. Ky- Kyrie's barely played. Right. If you think about the top five guys who sell sneakers, and I don't have any numbers in front of me. Right. You're probably going LeBron, Katie, Kyrie, and Steph. Steph and, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, four out of the five of those guys have barely played. Paul George, probably. Paul George moves sneakers. Yeah. He does. He does, and he's missed thirteen games or something. Yeah, so there you go. It's definitely part of it. I think some there. Yeah, um, to me, this is one of the most exciting times. I think it's great because it's 
like you said, there's 12 teams that are fucking really hot starts. Yeah. Uh, 11. Or whatever, you know. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a spread out. There's a it's lot open. of exciting teams to watch. But there's some real parody. But only because we really know what the fuck we're looking at. Yeah. There's I, less I, of a story I think of, this, like, the story Cavs is, Warriors, this is what's going on. The, that's what really helps. You know? It was pretty much LeBron versus the Warriors yeah. the last few years. And casual fans. Which was really good for ratings. Dive into that shit. They love it. Yeah. You need that just basically. Which makes sense. It's a story arc. Yeah. Something you can hang your hat on. And right now with how everyone moved, I don't think those storylines have just been built out yet. They're not here. It's they kind of like a transition They don't here. exist yet. Yeah, because it turned in from the big three to the big two. Right. Everyone's just like all these dynamic duos. And Zion, Zion and Luca are the future. Luca's the Zion dad. hasn't played. And now Luca's hurt. And now Luca's so. hurt. But, yeah, I think there's something to it. I mean, yeah. I'm going to be watching as much basketball I feel as like I can. The storylines will build out. Yeah. As we go. Cool. All right. But you know what I also noticed? One thing I'll say is compared to other sports, if you go on social media, it's all a basketball. We that was another reason, another thing I heard is that NBA fans just digest the game differently. Right. So it's not like Mark Cuban said you turn on the f- football, it's on Fox or NBC. Mm-hmm. Like every Everything, so you don't even need a cable box or whatever, right? You know, but NBA, everything's on cable, right? And so immediately that's different. And then, you know, NBA fans, NBA lives on Twitter, lives go to House Instagram. of Highlights, yeah. And you Balls know, look, look at the engagement across the board, yeah, it's fucking crazy, it's huge. NBA, that's why when you said that, I was kind of surprised because if NBA feels just as big as always or even totally. bigger, I just, I just think it's that's different. also based on who we follow and Very what true. we look at. True, but I'm exposed I mean, to NBA content. Is as big as yeah, of course, yeah. But even That's more so for ball. someone that cares about it. Yeah, for sure. They know what we like to see. And that's hoops. Both show. Alright, well we back. We're back. Also my album's out, forgot to say that that happened since the last time we podcasted. So we both dropped projects. We're fucking crushing the game. So go listen to them, you pay attention. Yeah, crazy people. And we'll be back next week. We're flowing now. Oh, yeah. We back. Let's go. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you so much. Peace. Peace.